In a high-tech world where people have ever-increasing courage to sit behind a screen and dole out opinions without consequence, comes three heroes prepared to fight back through the safety of our microphones and digital airwaves. You've got one star for us? Well, we've got three stars for you. Here comes Three Stars Podcast, ready to dish it out. Oh, man, I really, I'm, I'm, I don't know what I really want. I kind of want this, but then I'm not sure. This is so awkward. Having your quiet time. I don't feel seen. Therapist. M-A-L-P-C. Oh, good. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Three Stars Podcast. We're here. We are going to be reviewing reviews from reviewers like you. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha. I'm here with my outstanding, phenomenal broasts, Brad and Bill. Gentlemen, please say hello. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And gosh darn it, I'm worth it. <laughs> it's uh, Sir William Philip Tyler Hutchinson, actually. I'm so sorry. If you could I just apologize. correct that. I apologize. I'm here with my broasts, Brad and Sir. That's right. <laughs> Bill. I didn't buy a plot of land in Scotland. <laughs> just, just to be, just to be William Philip Tyler. Just to be uh, Bill. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Welcome to Three Stars. It took Stars. at least twenty minutes. <laughs> Welcome to Three Stars podcast. Uh, as I said earlier, we are here to review reviews that have been written by reviewers like you. We appreciate you stopping by, checking us out, listening, whether you're first time or you've been with us from day one. Today, we're going to be talking about. Uh, some reviews that we've already reviewed. However, we have an actual licensed therapist here with us today, a, a therapist that has an MA LPC, and her name is Ashley Ruche. And I actually did it phonetically, Ashley, as you can I, see. I so see I that too. Mess it up <laughs> because <laughs> I've been mispronouncing your last name forever. I know I'm so sorry. <laughs> so sorry. But hence the reason why. We started out the podcast very softly and yeah, quietly. Yeah, that was convincing. Like a, like mm -hmm. a, ther a therapy session. I but hope I don't sound like that in session. No, no, I know you don't. I've never, I've never come to you for <laughs> actual license advice, just personal advice. But you don't sound like that. But yes, we're gonna be, we're gonna be going through three reviews today from people who we've had on the show before, and Ashley is gonna be here to give us her professional dis uh, opinions about these reviews, why the reviewers write what they do, um, and a little more behind the scenes psychologically about these reviews that may explain a little more to us about who these people are. So, but well, and maybe do a little work on bill. Oh, I mean, oh, <laughs> oh, that's why I'm really here. It's a yeah. free session. Yes. Look at you. Yes. 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 I knew that's what the plan of yes. attack was this whole time. Never had me. <laughs> uh-huh. But before we open these mixed nuts, <laughs> we're going to start with a drink, some appetizer reviews, and of course, we're going to have tons of fun at the reviewer's expense. So uh, please do make sure to follow us on twi Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, and Snapchat for Bill. And please make sure to listen to us on any podcasting device that you have. And I'm on Instagram, too. It's not just Snapchat. Right, but that's I'm, like, I'm you, with that's it. The one I'm relevant. Like, Snapchat! <laughs> that's the one. I, Snapchat! By the way, I almost actually made another TikTok video the oh, other no. day, but I you, messed it up and I was like, broke I, your I, hip. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I like, all of a sudden had no idea what I was doing and the old man in me just uh, gave up. I'm seriously just, I just don't care anymore. <laughs> but hey, I could figure out how to use a QR code. There you yeah. go. So, Interesting mm, how that works. Good. Please my, make my, my phone doesn't do that. 
Yes, no. it fucking does. That's why That's why it's a thing. Sorry. Androids <clears throat> do have a bit of a problem with it. I will say that. Android yeah, I struggle. phones do have a bit of a problem with it. But I figured it out. Good job. Make sure to hit that subscribe button, too, when you find us on your podcast pl- platform. Plat- what did Platypus? I say? No. What did I say last time? Platform? Platform. Platform. <laughs> that's what it was. Platform. Yay. Words are hard. All right. What are we drinking today? Well, this first drink that we're having is, it was not invented by, but it was popularized by a very good friend of mine. Uh, Anytime that someone would come up to the bar, he would talk them into just an amazing cocktail. Hmm. It's vodka, Red Bull, with a splash of crayon. That's amazing. Yeah, and that that was popularized by a really good friend of mine named Branton Kevlich. Oh, what do you know? <laughs> we used to work together quite a bit, and man, could he sell the shit out of this amazing craft <laughs> cocktail. Uh, uh, way to go, B. <laughs> I, he it's made not it bad. sound new yeah. every single time. Well, so that's, that's what we're starting all with. All right. Tonight. Prost. Oh, it is quite delicious, Branton. Isn't there, like, <laughs> cranberry is part of the Red Bull recipe, isn't it? Like, does so it, like... I don't know. Enhances they it. Have, I don't know, but they have a I don't think they Red let their recipe really be known. Okay, let's start with some appetizers. Who would uh who would like to read the first one here? I'll read this because I did read it the first time around that we had done this. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> this is from Mazzy's Sports Bar and Grill in Roswell, Georgia. Three it stars. Is Two stars. Oh, they have three stars they overall. Do. I forgot to put that in there. Sorry. And this is a two star mm-hmm. on Yelp from 513 of 2015. Okay. First off, I do not play with my food, especially when I'm paying. First off, <laughs> we came in and it took the waitress 15 to actually come over to realize me and my husband was there. The food comes out. I didn't want to eat it. Not that it didn't look edible, but I changed my mind because I just didn't want it. (laughs) If someone comes and decide to spend money at your establishment, customer service is key. If I didn't want to eat it, do you think I'm going to take it home for later? No, I don't want it, period. Don't ask me if I want to take it home to eat it later. Bring me something else, point blank. And another thing. The African-American presence, her, is very slim. So I could take that in account again. Don't play with my emotions. Just get me something else and keep it moving. Won't come here anymore. Don't care how good the food is. You will respect me and my hard-earned money. Am I having deja vu? (laughs) As, as As you did last night? (laughs) <laughs> that was a good kind. This is uncomfortable. This, yes. So we did use this review uh, a while back, and her other reviews were not as juicy as this. So uh. that's why I chose to put it back in. Ah. Uh. Mm. All right, Ashley. Oh, boy. What are you getting? Yeah, no pressure. What vibes <laughs> do you feel? Yeah, from especially Ashley does listen to the show, mm-hmm. which is... Yes. Which is good because you have heard this one before. You've heard the types of people and the types of reviews that we've had before. So we asked Ashley to come on to, you know, dig in with us. Yes. Give you some some expertise. And you you were in the service industry as well. Yes. Um, Over 10 years. So I've lived lived it. Yeah. Been there. Um, Okay. But now we're asking for your clinical. My my clinical. 
Okay, so first thing with this person. First off. First off. <laughs> yes. First off. Um, oh, my gosh. This person's so terrible. I hate to say that. <clears throat> because, like, you always try to find the good in people. But Sometimes. I'm, like, struggling. Um, we struggle, too. With that. So. I don't. Okay. Um, I just want to know why she didn't want to eat the food. Like, what happened? Like, I feel like there's more to it. Like, there's right. much more to what's going on here and why she didn't want to want to eat it. Um, my biggest thing is, uh, since she says the waitress took 15 minutes or 15 to actually come over, I think is what she's trying to say, um, that she didn't feel seen. And so mm. she's going to make sure she's seen. Mm. Yeah. And so then it, and a lot of these reviews, it's all about validating what they're saying and not agreeing necessarily with them, but validating. About the person writing the review feeling mm -hmm. validated. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so that's why they, they go out and write a review. Yes. Because they didn't get the validation they needed at the place. At the place. Yeah. And so I'll probably repeat that over and over, over and over and because over again. most of these reviews, it's, they just don't feel heard, seen and validated. And so this person first off, <laughs> they did not feel validated or seen. There's some of these words are in bold print. Is mm -hmm. that the way that it was like posted? Yes. Like, so the, the, that's like the way my I mind, my okay. husband. I yeah. Feel like it was copied. Yeah. So those things were intensified. I, I, yes. I feel like there's stuff to talk about, like the my husband. I feel like that's we could probably do the whole episode just on that. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think a lot of times when people are spending money on something, that entitlement piece comes in, right? Like where they think they own you basically mm -hmm. um it's funny i have a theory about that <laughs> but okay. continue okay well i want to hear the theory now um, <laughs> well, I've, I've laid it out there already i think so so a perfect example is you know i went on vacation last week and so i missed sessions with clients and they're very upset about it because they feel like they pay me money so they want the service all the time Right. And Regardless of the fact that you are also a human being. Yes. And you need. You have yes. a life. Yes. Yeah. And I. Oh, that's just terrible. Yes. Your life is my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and you, they pay like a, a one time, like a monthly installment no. fee or how so, does this work? So I have a private practice and then I also do online therapy. Mm -hmm. And so the private practice, no problem. The online therapy, that's where it gets a struggle because they pay the monthly fee and they think, well, crap, then what do I do? There's like hourly rate doesn't mean, you know, if you, if you want 24 or seven so, access to me, it's going to cost right. more I, I than think, $10 yeah. an hour. Right. Yeah. And, and I think, I think the point is you do both, um, in person yeah. with your practice mm -hmm. as well as you do some online counseling Yes, and there's basically a struggle. And mm -hmm. what you're saying where this review is concerned is that people are paying, on whatever the regular basis is yes. for your service yes and they want access to you all the time yes. someone comes into a restaurant and they they have that feeling of entitlement as well of i'm spending money i'm entitled to all of your time or a large amount of your time yeah. for the service that i'm paying for yeah and this i mean she says customer service is key so right. so you... i'm sorry yeah go I'm, ahead do, is, people just go to restaurants and order food and then not eat it? Like, is this a thing? This sounds like it would be like, like dendrophilia or something. Like it's something that needs to be addressed, right? Like, well, 
I was wondering if it was a power play. Right. Uh huh. And that's because I mean, she she says we had to wait 15 minutes for the server to actually come over and realize that my husband and I were there. So the next line is. I didn't want to eat it. So is that a power play? Is that kind of a, oh, you're over there. Yeah. You see us, yeah. but you're not coming over. So here's so what I'm, I'm, I'm going to do. So I'm going to waste your fucking time because I can't. Right. Mm. And what does that say about this person? Right. So a lot of times control happens when we feel like anxious and we're trying to get rid of that. So then we try to gain control. And so if this person, like a deeper thing was triggered where they didn't feel seen and that's a core issue they have. And so then... They're going to try to gain control of the service. This is, this is good stuff. So, <laughs> so, that, so that is, it is a power thing. It is a, right. I mean, it's a, you know, you didn't see me mm-hmm. and you're like, you're going to play with me. I'm going to play back. Yes. Yes. Mm. I'm going to get control. I'm going to be more important and show you I'm more important because I'm really feeling extremely small. Mm-mm-mm. Don't pull that shit with me. <laughs> oh man <laughs> but, then, but then like how could this person have validated her so that it would have changed everything there you couldn't i feel like there there's no way after that initial wait they're like oh well don't you know who i am and so there's nothing well, that, there's no way to salvage that I, I, think. I don't think that that's necessarily the case i mean I'll, so i'll tell you something that happened in my week i worked my very first serving shift at <laughs> the place where i've been working now for five years i just figured that i would pick up you know for uh, for a little extra money and i worked a serving shift and about Three quarters of the way through my shift, a family comes in. It's a mother, father, daughter, and they were looking at the wrong menu. They were looking at the menu that the airport had laid out, which the airport has not updated what our current menu is since COVID and oh, since we've had to year? reduce. Yeah, since Fun. we've had to reduce a lot of the items, a lot of it based on supply, and also you know you can't, you don't go with a ten-page menu if you can't get it all. So anyway, they came in and they ended up doing uh, a round of drinks and they saw the menu and they said, "Um, we're now seeing that you don't actually have this full menu and all of the things that we really wanted are not here. We're just like, and they were not happy. Like, we're just going to have this round of drinks and go. And I said, okay, well, maybe I can like talk you into a few of these things. And I totally turned that around from we're just going to pay for these drinks and go they ended up having appetizers entrees dessert we got them on the dessert cocktails nice is a four top that's the perfect check yeah is a four top three top ah but still good though yeah i mean the tab ended up being 130 dollars yeah so that's so 20 bucks you know so you you can turn situations around Mm -hmm. and there were probably ways in which the server could have turned some things around. She would have had to probably do it when she first came over because she felt not seen at the first 15 minutes to realize them. So right. that's where it would have happened. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, I can't believe I didn't see you. Like that was totally my fault. Well, I don't, th- I don't think that's right. accurate. I think 15 minute agree time. That's well, bullshit. well that's so, totally so we've up. talked, minutes. Yeah. we talked right. about that yeah. too fairly recently with Colin. And it was that, you know, you have to remember that, Right. Two mm-hmm. minutes feels like 10 minutes. Right. So even if it was five minutes or maybe it was seven minutes or 10 minutes and it feels like 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So one of the greatest interventions is silence. And so you sit with the client in silence 
they figure a lot of shit out. Really? Really? I know oh, that I know that's yeah. like a sales thing. Like next person to speak loses. So I will straight up like I'll embrace the awkwardness. You know, I'm like that's because people <laughs> they don't want silence. They hate silence and they sit in it. So if they say something and then like, you want me to be yeah. alone with my thoughts? So, so that is like a therapy. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. Because if you're just going to fill the space with words, then you might miss a huge opportunity of them getting to where you need them to be on right. their own. Hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. We uh, should have done this a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like what else? All right. So what's your diagnosis? <laughs> what's your diagnosis on this person? Well, hold on. Yeah, before, yeah. I, the very last the very last line that mm -hmm. it's it's a trigger for me it is you will respect me and my hard earned money to m me personally i think this person is very entitled and has an has an insecurity of again not being seen not being heard you know from their past mom or dad or maybe even husband and so being heard and being seen is a huge deal to her. And she finds it disrespectful when people don't pay attention to her or she's a spoiled child and feels again, the entitlement side of I get whatever I want. People wait on me hand and foot. You will respect me. There's right. usually something deeper. Like I'm even sure if it's is. yeah, that entitlement thing comes from, yeah, like you said, covering an insecurity mm -hmm. or whatnot. And like, you will respect me as, like, does she even respect herself? Right. Ooh. And that was the other thing I was going to say. You need to give respect to get respect, mm -hmm. which means you have to respect yourself. Yeah. And it's earned. Right. And you know how I feel about this sort of shit. Like, you can fucking come earn my respect right now, but I don't think you're going to like the approach. <laughs> right. Is, you there's, know, all, like, there's always that. Get in the fucking ring. Let's that, find like, out. There's always that, like, dusting of respect that we all know that we're supposed to give. Right. Right. Just It's called courtesy. Right. But then there's like the second you don't get any of it back, then what you're giving diminishes. Right. Right. Whereas in, if you start getting respect back, you're like, okay, I'm going to start treating this person really With well. With more respect. Since, are we going to rate this since we already rated it? Or are we just going to let this like, we're, we're trying to help this person, right? Like if mm -hmm. I don't feel like rating them is good. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't have to rate them. I mean, since I, we already did it, I just, I mean. We did. Yeah, we I think did the last one. time we had mm -hmm. given this person one star all around because yes, we didn't want to kick them out. we didn't want an 86er for right. this reason. For this reason. Ah, yes. Yes. right. A little well, foreshadowing. Yeah. I kind of like the whole take on it, though. We're supposed to, we're, this is a therapy session. Uh -huh. Yeah. We're supposed to kind of give help. So do we have any words of encouragement Ooh. for this person? Hmm. <sighs> Study martial art, learn about respect in, in reality. I would say when you go out, learn to manage expectations and try not to be so petty in mm. the way you retaliate for Ooh, that's feeling another, that's as though one. you've been like someone's done you wrong by not showing up in yeah. a timely manner, right? Like it shouldn't be a retaliation thing. Mm -hmm. Well, and that goes off of the expectation things. You have to state your expectations mm. before they can be met. So if there's a problem or if there's an expectation that's not being met, say it before you even order the food. Yeah, I think exactly that, Ashley. And I think that, you know, maybe you should have some quiet time every day to find out who you are personally and have that silence therapy just for yourself because it's like half of meditation dude you just yeah. sit in silence you like. sit in silence and you think of the good things in your life 
Um, so I think, I think this young lady definitely needs to stop focusing on the selfishness of self, but working on the self and just having that quiet moment every day, you know, whether it be five minutes or two minutes, just to take a few to, to just be thankful for. Now I've just got 21 pilots going through my head and now we're just sitting in silence. <laughs> Car and radio. just sitting in silence. <laughs> Okie dokie. I'm just enamored with. What? How fantastic this cocktail is! <laughs> I, I'm, I'm so great. I can't believe I never thought of this. What How the fuck? Amazing. Uh, moving on, we actually because we are doing a therapy session today, we have one of my favorite parts of the segment on the couch with Bill. Tell us what you're feeling, Bill. Let me center myself and see if I can <laughs> use my my therapist voice here if I even have one of those oh boy anyways what I want to talk about today is timing and I want to do that for a couple different reasons um because this is a weird tick of mine that I've noticed and uh I, I kind of want to open up and you know like give the people what they want and just uh I'm so serious about punctuality and I take it so fucking seriously that all my clocks at home actually are fast and they're all sped up at to different times so like Bill's cocktail making <laughs> Uh, that's a different subject. You should worship your brunch bartender. That's all I have to say. Uh, We're yeah. in the same fucking state of mind, and I'm fucking cranking these drinks out left and right anyways. Um, but no, I think it's I think it's very important. And just like uh, when it comes to you know bartending in particular, like you have to be able to read the situation and time, you know, like I'll, I'll fucking cut people off like verbally because some people just won't shut the fuck up. I'm like, yo, I have other tables. I can't just stand here with my puppy dog eyes for fucking 20 minutes, all right? <laughs> like, let's fucking go. Um, but yeah, it's it's important to me. And I think, you know, like punctuality, timing, when it comes to humor, when it comes to fighting, boxing, any of this kind of stuff, like timing is very important. When it comes to life, you know, like right person, wrong time, that's like my fucking shtick. <laughs> like, uh, it just, uh, it's important to me. And I think... People don't want to acknowledge that, and I, it's that, like a control thing that I experience, like with guests. And I'm like, yo, like my job is literally to fucking handle time management of your experience. So everything, every time you stop me when I'm going to do something else, every time I, mm. you, you give me your entire order when I, it's just time for drinks, every time you send me back to the fucking well, I'll be like, actually, want water, no ice, which don't even <laughs> fucking get me started, like. <laughs> It's you're 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 basically like you're in control and you're also responsible for fucking up your experience because you're not letting me do my job. And I just this is just this I've had this subject on deck for a minute and we've had to shuffle some things around, but I just thought it would work really well with this the theme of this particular episode. When you go see a therapist, you pay for the minute. <laughs> You're like, Bill, when you do when go. When you do go. <laughs> <laughs> you some, I got some referrals for you. It's fine. Oh, Lord. <laughs> um, but you pay you pay per, the mi per minute. So if you show up late or however you use your time, you're still going to pay for that. Right. So people are, when they go out to eat, like I feel like that mindset's there too. Like they're paying for the time that they're there. It goes well, back to that whole like owning thing of like, right. you are there to serve me and I'm going to pay you for it. But every minute I get. Yeah. And I almost feel like people will come in with a, like a preconceived, uh, monetary value in mind. Mm -hmm. And 
that's not always accurate. You know, like I'm only going to spend this much money, but I'm going to fucking get every dollar right. like that. And that's ridiculous. Like I can't, I think it happens a lot with younger kids. Like they see the tab and they're like hundred bucks. Yeah. Motherfucker. You're order you order like eight fucking $10 drinks. Like it's, I, I don't set the prices. Maybe you should, I don't know. Read the fucking menu. <laughs> Anyways, um, like I, I, t- I talked about punctuality and stuff, and I, I and Brad and Samantha can attest to this. Like, I just have ideas. I'm just like, hey, you know what we should do? We should do this. And Brad's like, do you have any fucking idea? Like, we like we would have to learn how to do this first before we could. And I'm like, oh yeah, but like, I mean, it, it can't be that hard, you know. Like, <laughs> So like I'm I'm ups- I've come it to learn. It can't be a whole college right. degree. <laughs> just a part of it. I just became a lord in less than half an hour. How hard can this fucking be? Like, How is this challenging in life? Oh. Seriously. Um, but I think I think that's uh, and I'm gonna open up a little bit. Actually, I was gonna censor myself, but that's that's for me like growth on my part. You know, like I used to like why say like why fixate on all the reasons why something can't happen. When I mean, like, and so I took I took logic as an elective in college just to give you some background. Like, I'm I'm I really enjoy being correct. Um, what? <laughs> no. But so like so, but to that point, like I would rather like so probability is what I'm fixing. That that actually was like a huge thing, a corner that I turned in my own mind when it came to just life in general. I'm like, why just like not try when the 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 probability is equal that it goes either way. And like once I started thinking like that things started to change in a positive way and details are important. I'm not trying to like say like it's a, this, the podcast is obviously a team effort. It's, and I mean, it's controlled chaos, but that's like bartending. a restaurant. That, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's my fucking job. That's what I do. I'm a cocktologist. Yes. I craft experiences. Thank a you. fucking wizard. Um, I'm so just going to thoughts though. What's that? So many thoughts. So many thoughts. You so have thoughts? Many thoughts. I'm oh, going to give. I'm, no, go, go. No, I, go. I'm curious to hear what you have I'm to say. I know. Just analyze. I know you are, and I'm curious. So The Baron to my left yields his two minutes. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, come on. Get, come get me. Come get some. Well, I was just going to say so with logical thinking, you're a black and white thinker. It's either this or it's this. What happens if you lived in the gray? Well, that's fascinating because I'm also, I also. And I'm sorry, our time is up. <laughs> <laughs> to be continued next week, folks. No, go ahead. I, I'm also an artist, um, so I do. It's I'm a f- I'm fa- I'm a. You are interesting. I got layers. The enigma. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. I yeah. stumped her. No, but I do no. live in the gray area. I always area. think that he's an enema. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but no, I do. The, I, I do. I, I like to think of things in black and white, but I do live in the gray. Like I was just ha- having a conversation about views of right and wrong and how I, what works for me versus and, and I am I try to be better about it, about like, you know, what works for me doesn't necessarily work for everybody else. I am a fucking rare breed. Um, and I accept that, but I still expect you to know what I'm thinking and know what I want without me ver- verbalizing it. And I don't want to fucking seem too needy. I don't want to be too pushy. So, so we're moving so, to relationships now. Well, well, no, I mean, it. you sound like all of the guests that you bitch about. Right. But well, I, I, I'm aware of it. Okay. Well, and, <laughs> that's and, that's the, and that's the thing. Like, it's not black and white with these reviews, right? There's gray. Like, we never know what's going on behind the scenes or what's right. going on in these people's well, lives. And neither do they. Exactly. For their server or their right. bartender. Mm-hmm. 
So the black and white thinking, it's a coping skill that you develop when you're much younger. Well, have you ever been in a fight? Like, you don't have a lot of time to empathize with your... Wait, no, hold on. Let, I'm let's, sorry. Let's, let's oh, about this. I wanted to make that point to Brad, and then, yeah, but, but yes. But yeah, but it's a coping skill you develop to get to through hard things that have happened in your life, and then eventually you realize it doesn't serve you well, so you mm. find the gray. Don't start crying. Interesting. I've, I've had... <laughs> I've had People ask me like if I keep track of how many people I make cry like in a week in session. What? Yeah. Like. Do you not clients. do that? Is that not a regular thing to do? I seriously <laughs> well, have a tally board. Uh, right. Well, no, but, yeah, <laughs> but, but like, you're different yeah, from her. I still. Different. Like because if they cry, it's like a breakthrough. Right. Or like right. we're getting somewhere. Mm. Like I'm not doing my job if you're not crying. Right. Because then the walls are coming down. Exactly. Yeah, dude. I've and they're se- vulnerable. I've right. seen the never-ending story. Okay. Like I've we've all cried. I wish that I would have had that. <laughs> I, saw, I fucking I saw, saw it. I saw that it. It should be your hand all the time. What is wrong with you? Yeah. Um, okay. I think that's a good place to stop. I Unfortunately, our time is up. Our time, sadly, our time <laughs> is Dang it. up. Yeah, that's what that feels like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not. I'm not obsessed with power. I'm not. What? I'm not. I'm not a control freak. <laughs> Which leads to the deeper question of insecurities. But on that note, we are going to go ahead and exit this segment of... Uh, I'm not insecure, you're cou- insecure. Your face. <laughs> of on face the couch, is insecure. On the couch. Let me finish. No! <laughs> oh, that's a whole other thing. Bill. Thank you for that. Because it really... Timing, you are absolutely correct. Timing is essential. Um, working in the service industry, it is a big illusion to our guests it's a big illusion to people who don't work in the service industry i actually and i think i've said this before in in a previous episode i actually had a manager say to say about me and another coworker, their job is so easy they don't do anything and it's like no 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 no. Mm. that's the illusion i've given you if i make my job look easy I'm doing a great job at my difficult job. And because the kitchen's literally on fire. It's so. on fire. You have no idea. <laughs> right. If you want to talk about like how difficult the job is, look at your worst employee. Yep. Right. Yep. In addition Oof. to that, it is all about timing in our industry, and people don't understand that. And in respect to the illusion, it is our job to control the whole timing of it, as you said, Bill. But really... The illusion is that we let the customers believe they're in control. All right. Shall we go ahead and move on to the main course? The main course. The main course. course. Bill, do you want to go or you want me to read it? I can I can read. Okay. So this <laughs> is from Helen the Hut. Oh, good. Oh, wow. Oh, I, I definitely want to read this. Yeah. Wait a and second. I actually, oh, good. You, you're going to get to see my magic trick after all. You must have had to scour Yelp for this one. I read a lot of Helen's reviews. I actually pulled this one because this is a five-star review, but I want you to hear how even her best reviews are still Lace horrible. With backhanded compliments. Yes. Oh, yes. Goody. All right. It's called- and this is not even this is not even a restaurant. So <laughs> it's Herc's Plumbing. Which that would a, be a great name for a restaurant, though. Yeah, it sure would. It's, <laughs> it's got a five-star overall rating. It's in Modesto, California. This is a five-star Yelp review from November of 2019. Wait, they have five stars overall? Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That's for a plumbing service? Yeah. They must give a shit. Ooh. That nice. Was- nice. Boom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I got to recover from that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was good. You I'm really so just proud of 
myself. Really just drop, <laughs> drop it in there. <laughs> okay. Oh, I see what you did there. Uh, yeah. So yeah I <laughs> All right, let's clean these pipes. Come on. No more poop jokes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I have used Herx Plumbing now twice. The first time was about two months ago when we had indoor plumbing issues. All of the plumbing was clogging up. I was in dire need of a plumber, but I'm not one of those people who thinks the term honest plumber is an oxymoron. But I'm one of those oh, people. I am one of those people. So maybe I can't read. It's like fucking one point. I can't. Um, I am one of those people who thinks that honest plumber is an oxymoron. Whenever I get into these types of home improvement dilemmas, I contact my daughter, Andrea. <laughs> cool. No matter what the <laughs> issue is. Right. I, uh, <laughs> right. I.e. moving, plumbing, electrical, etc. She's got a friend for that, but I digress. Yes, you do. Uh, she highly recommended her friend, Dustin. I. <laughs> Dustin lives in Modesto, and I live in San Jose. I gave him a call, explained my plumbing issues, and he set up a visit for Saturday. He arrived on time and got, rid- and got right to it. He replaced both toilets and installed new plumbing fixtures throughout the entire house. After a full day of work, his bill was beyond reasonable. Uh, fast forward to two weeks ago, our water bill for the last two months were inordinately high. The water company determined there was a leak from our house, which would mean digging up the lawn and part of our driveway. My husband called a plumbing company, which quoted us $7,500 after I resuscitated resuscitated my husband and got him to the upright (laughs) position. They told us that they would need to rip up all the grass and driveway. They'd already dug a hole around the water meter, so I started to panic. They had us backed into a corner. But wait, there's more. They had us backed into a corner with a gaping hole in my front lawn and no leak location determined. We were panicking, and they knew it. That's when I let loose the Kraken. Oh, I cannot wait to fucking read the rest of this. Uh, I'm so excited. Mm -hmm. I called Dustin. While the plumbers were still outside rubbing their greedy little hands together, I explained the issue and the cost, and he said, get rid of them. I'll be there on Sunday. Sayonara, bloodsuckers. Wow. Dustin and Eddie arrived on time and got to work. And get this. He didn't have to rip out part of the driveway. They worked 11 hours straight through, found the leak, and replaced the pipes. Dustin's ingenuity really paid off, and to top it off, he saved us 2000 bucks. He called a few days later to ensure everything was working okay. Dustin is a phenomenal plumber. He knows his shit. <laughs> <laughs> Even she's got jokes. <laughs> and and he, will, he will be honest with you from the get-go. Hands down, he's the man. He'll never steer you wrong. Is that steer like, like the fucking like the like the, that's not that's uh, cattle that's not steer like a car that's steer like a longhorn right? It's the like, same steer. Don't you fucking lie to yeah, me? Yeah, but that's the wrong hole. They already dug up a hole. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Talk it's, about plumbing. Wow, it's the wrong <laughs> hole. They dug a hole as so, in like a whole piece of pie. Right. Oh. <laughs> 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 not a hole in the ground. Both of you. <laughs> Brad, did you see that? Please tell me you saw it. Oh, wow. No, I no. wasn't reading along. The person who does not speak properly got that mistake. Ugh, look at me go. I should earn like five points right there. So, so I'm, okay, so Herx Plumbing is the plumbers that 
Doug's plumbing the wrong Dustin. hole? No, Herc's plumbing is, is Dustin. Dustin. Okay, I feel like we're on a first name basis. He yeah. may be the man, but is he is he the he man? No. Oh, he, my goodness. Oh, my. <laughs> oh dear. So, in my opinion, this there's a lot of fluff to this review mm. that we don't need to have. I called my daughter Andrea. Dustin lives in Modesto, and I live in San Jose. Um, <laughs> I know it's like fucking Lord, it's like the Lord of the Rings trilogy over Tom, here. Like. I, yeah, there's way too much fluff to it. Number two, the backhanded comments. Uh, you know, only Sith deal in absolutes. That's yeah. All plumbers just, are dishonest. Like, come on. All plumbers are dishonest, rubbing their greedy little hands right. together. I really painted right. a picture, but like, well, it made look, me uncomfortable. I mean, when it when it comes down to that, like that that ends up being like the the last third of the of the whole thing, right? Where Dustin comes in and he didn't have to dig the rest of the way through the driveway. Well, it sounds like the other plumbers wouldn't have had to either. Right, because there was a leak somewhere. It's like and once you to, get to where the leak is, you're good. You're good, but you don't know where it's fucking. But you don't know from. where it is, so you keep digging until you oh, find it. I'm what? a little disappointed with her. You have to be louder. Her oh, interpretation of releasing the kraken. I expected more when she said that. Well, um, yeah. I'm a little disappointed. What Dustin's if, the kraken, apparently. Well, I was like, what if Dustin caused the problem? That's what I thought initially when Me I was too. reading I'm through like, it. I'm like, why? He might be honest, but he's a dipshit. Yeah. I don't know and that. I'm speculating. So they, they had to have him come out twice. Well, they had indoor plumbing issues, and all the plumbing was clogging up. I mean, it sounds like probably what Dustin did was only a temporary fix, maybe, because that clogging up probably led out of yeah. the house. Yeah, that's like there, were, there were multiple issues. They just weren't aware of the right. secondary issue yet. So, I I think the backhanded comments and the snarkiness. What is what do you think that says about her? Well, first the fluff. I think the fluff is the first part of she uh, she yes. wants to be heard. Right? I have a story to do you tell. Know, do you know what it looked like to me is like anytime you look up a recipe online. Oh. Right? And it's like, okay, I want to make buttermilk pancakes. Right? It's like, it was a warm autumn day. Yes. <laughs> yes. My was, grandmother was, going, was in the kitchen. Yeah, my grandmother was in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. And was, was cooking her famous buttermilk pancakes that my husband just loved. Right? <laughs> and, and there's a whole story. And it right. sounds like that's. Well, and that's the thing is like this review is about her, not about Dustin. Right. Ah. That's that's when I let loose the crack and I'm fixated on that. Like this mm. is a fucking Yelp review, dude. Like, <laughs> come on. I don't even It's not your fucking fan fiction, you know, your fucking autobiography. Well, it's like I'm the one who thinks that the term honest plumber is an oxymoron and then goes on to prove that by saying these people were trying to screw me over by telling me that this job was going to be $7,500. But then Dustin came in and he found the leak and saved me $2,000. Well, that $2,000 was the $2,000 that they didn't have to continue digging, which your plumbers would have found already. Right, they they already dug the hole. Dustin just showed up. Justin, he just fucking right. Peyton Manning that shit. He was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you see, look at that. I'm awesome. No, motherfucker. All the work was done, dude. Like... Ah, uh, my you 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 mentioned my old man earlier. Like he he ran his own business for most of my life, and if he repaired something, and then the it that same fucking thing that he repaired, he would come out and do it for free, right? Because that's on him, right? Now if he fixed something that had multiple issues, and then another issue arose, that's a different that's another job. 
But and I'm getting the sense that th- there was either multiple issues initially or something happened as a result of Dustin's work. That's what I think. Yeah. That's what I think, too. Mm-hmm. I think that Dustin didn't do the job the right way the first time mm-hmm. and something happened. And uh, there's no way for us to know for sure. No, right. there's not. But I mean, Dude. that's the way this cookie is crumbling. Uh, you know, that's I mean, it just sounds like they're Dustin not to diss Dustin and his company, but that Dustin created another problem and that was under his authority. His even if, even if it is just, you know, like shit just went South. Like it's not Dustin's fault. The fact remains the hole was already dug. Half the work was fucking done, done. for him to find the leak. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and it still took him 11 hours. I don't know shit about plumbing. Right. Well, I don't know that necessarily Dustin caused the problem but he took care of the indoor issue which is what he was hired to come in to do initially but it's then some amount of time later that this other problem happens and he who knew that this was going to happen right maybe dustin could have said yeah you know this is going to be a bigger issue but he probably didn't know and any other plumber is like yeah well look i've got the clogs fixed and things are flowing now and you know stop flushing things down that you're yeah. not supposed to flush That's what down. I'm thinking is or happening. Or there's tree roots that yeah. are growing through your pipes or any number of things. Right. right? Just I don't stop talking and it just yeah, I mean, clogs I don't know, everything up. Right. I don't, <laughs> I don't know that Dustin necessarily caused the problem or misdiagnosed the problem, but I think that any plumber that had gotten called for the indoor thing would have taken care of the indoor thing. And then the outdoor thing was either a separate issue or not fully diagnosed because it was an outdoor thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? They had to dig a hole. Dustin, like you said, would have had to dig the hole mm-hmm. also. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so. Let's go back to how she words all of this stuff. Uh, sayonara, bloodsuckers. I'll let loose the Kraken. She has a very high opinion of herself. It Arrived seems. on time and got to work and get this. He didn't have to rip out part of the driveway. How, what does this convey I, well, like, for her well, you, but as a human? Bill, you said she has a high opinion of herself, but I think it's the opposite. Oh, it's, so she's projecting. Uh-huh, absolutely. And she makes herself feel important by using these reviews to be heard and to speak her mind and feel like she's above others. Wow. You're, we're talking about Helen, right? And she's very mean. Mm -hmm. She has no no empathy for anybody else's feelings in any of her reviews. It's it's a reflection of how she feels about herself. Well, we can't eighty six her because she's an unstoppable force in the universe. Mm -hmm. But we can tell Karen to shut the fuck up. She's and you're 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 cut off, yo. Like uh, this is ridiculous. This whole review is just fucking shit. Yeah, I mean, even as a five-star review goes, right? There's, there's, look, there's plenty of stuff in here, but like you said, like even when she writes a five-star review, she's got to fucking tear apart somebody else. Yeah, somebody has to be, like, she has to victimize somebody, mm. right? I mean, she has to take it out on someone. Like, if you pulled out all the fluff, like, how, how long would this review be? Just about. Erks plumbing. Oh, you want me to do this review in in three sentences? Right. Yeah. Needed right. a plumber. Called Dustin. He did a great job. Called another plumber for a different issue that didn't work out. Called Dustin in. He fixed it. Yeah, that actually would be. And then pictures. 
Right. Yeah. And then pictures. <laughs> Not, I mean, tasteful pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think, I think, you know, since we're not reviewing, I think Helen's words of encouragement today would be along the lines of get your hands dirty, go work in a soup kitchen, Mm. go volunteer somewhere, get out of your Mm. bubble Mm -hmm. and give back to the community. You know, I, I think this woman from the reviews that I've read about her, she seems pretty entitled and spoiled, very spoiled. Um, and I don't think she's really dirtied her hands ever in a day in her life or in the last 25 years of her life. I think she's bored. Yeah, I was. Maybe, maybe and has like too. no purpose. Maybe that too. Um, I said, shut up, Karen. And I was trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. But in reality, like mm-hmm. you said earlier, she really does probably need to spend some time in some silence and fucking work some stuff out. Mm-hmm. Right. Like. Yeah, I think I think she needs to she needs to have the silence treatment and she needs to go and give back to the community to see what yeah. see what hard work is really like. Yeah. Getting hands dirty. So very interesting. Well, Sayonara, Helen the Hut. For now. For now. I know. All right. The Shall we take a little break? Mark? We should take a little break. Yeah, let's take a little break. We'll be right back in a few minutes. As many of you know, we service industry folk rely on tips to make a living. If you like the show and would like to support us, you can do so by leaving us a tip through Venmo, at 3 Stars Podcast. This one you have to spell out, at sign T-H-R-E-E, Stars Podcast. Or if you'd like to become one of our regulars, you can support us through Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 3 Stars Podcast. Hey, guys. What's up? Yo. Guess what time it is? <laughs> what, what time it is? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's a, a three, three stars, stars podcast. Happy hour. It's a three stars podcast. Happy hour. It's a three stars podcast. Happy hour. Let's get, get a drink, drink on. on and then get on the couch and get therapy. Yay. What are we having today? That's, I just had a million dollar idea. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Happy therapy hour. Like, so you, mm. you, you discussing your problems over booze. Oh, wait, I just described a bar. I was going to say, isn't that bartending? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Bill has challenged me mm. because he thought that happy hour should be a little more interesting. And if we're not growing. What are, <laughs> right, what are, what are we doing? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's right. Uh, well, and of course, you know, sitting down with Colin and having the cocktails that he had come up with, and then also uh, having gone to Union Lodge last night for their soft opening, soft reopening, which, by the way, uh, Union Lodge number one in Denver will be opening on March 11th. So and just you, a sh- you should check days, it out if yeah, you haven't. Just a few days after the shops. They did not come up with this cocktail, however. So... I originally thought that we should do mules, and I went. I ended up going into the liquor cabinet, which took me down a rabbit hole. And <laughs> instead of doing mules, I wanted to create something original. So when we had talked to Colin, he mentioned a book called The Flavor Bible. Mm. And The Flavor Bible is a really good place for someone to start if you're getting into cooking and you want to come up with some original things and it also works out really well for cocktails mm-hmm. so i went digging around because i was going to do like just a fun and different kind of a mule and instead 
uh, it turned into this new cocktail that I haven't even named yet. But oh, what ooh, I started could issue a challenge. What I started with was the apricot eau de vie from um, I want to say Scott Street, but from uh, Peach, Peach Street, Street Distillers, and I went to the flavor bible. Actually, I went to the Domaine de Canton, which is a ginger liqueur with cognac. And then I thought, oh, well, instead of doing a mule, I want to do something, you know, a little more fun. So then I went to the Flavor Bible. The way the Flavor Bible works is you literally look up anything in this book. You flip through and you find caramel, let's say. And in the book, it then has an entire list of all of the different flavors and foods and herbs and spices and things that pair well with that thing. So for caramel, in big bold, it has apples, cream and ice cream, vanilla, and then- It's like a color in, wheel. Uh, in a lot of ways, yeah. Okay. So then it so then it has in just regular bold font in, in smaller type, uh, passion fruit chocolate. And then it'll just have in regular type, apricots, bananas, bourbon, cherries, and those are all just things that complement. So the things that are in, in bold caps, those are going to go pair with whatever it is that you choose the most. And then going you know down from there, there will be other, other things. So I went with the apricot eau de vie as my base. So I looked up apricots and it has apricots in general and then also has dried apricots. And I looked at the things that paired well with apricots. On that list is lemon, in, in bold, lemon and sugar and black pepper, cream and ice cream, cherries. So I started looking through this list and thinking, all right, you know, what do I think would, would pair well? So ginger is also on this list. Uh -huh. And I had the Domaine de Canton. Oh. So we went with, for the spirits, we went with apricot eau de vie, the Domaine de Canton. Then I made, I, Bill actually helped me squeeze fresh lemon juice and orange juice, which is also on this list. And I made earlier today a cardamom and saffron simple syrup using turbinado sugar. And all of these flavors all complement each other. Oh. And then, and thanks then. to our friend Christina Weeks, who started Five Toed Foods, yeah. and she started a whole bunch of seasonings, and uh, specifically uh, rimming seasonings for cocktails, we did... A rimming with one of actually I ended up using two of of her seasonings. So I mixed her Corinthian Greek seasoning with her lemon salt. Uh-huh. And so that's gonna be on the rim. Okay. And it has a her, her seasonings have a blend of, you know, fourteen different uh seasonings to to complement each other. And several of them were also on this list. And then garnish it with orange peel, and some dried cherries. So. All right. Let's give a taste. Yeah, I'm seeing. That's really good. I think it's really dangerous. It's super it's complex. It's incredibly dangerous. Like, it's it's dangerous because there's a fair amount of booze in this. You can't taste it. And, yeah, well, and it's definitely so, it's blended me, in. Uh, I'm going to send this back. I can't taste the booze. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're That's gonna feel cocktail. it though because I that apricot ODV is is um, is a 
forty percent. And I really like that the, ODB. We've and used the that a couple times. Canton, yeah. yeah, and the Domaine de Canton is twenty eight percent. So there is quite a bit of booze in here. That is I, that's good. It's I actually like think that. it does. Like it all it all blends in. I might redo the recipe a little bit because this was the first time I made it. I didn't like. <laughs> I had I had from a mark one. I, from the idea, hip. Yeah, I mean the idea would have been to uh, you know you test out a bunch of different measurements and whatnot and and see what works. Uh, I might have liked to have had it be a little bit more spirit forward, at, or to taste a little more of the cardamom and saffron. That's that's the only critique I have. I mean, I, I think it's I think it's balanced really well. But like, if it could be boozier, I'm never going to bitch about that. Well, I I feel like it's there on the aroma. Like I can smell the cardamom, I can smell the saffron, but I don't yeah. feel like it's there when the you're taste. when you're tasting it. The eau de vie really comes out. The apricot really hits you first, which oh. is good. At uh, least on, it does on the for nose, me. it's it's all citrus for really? me. Mm. I actually get I get the the herbs more I, so on i the love this this is so original like the herb rim uh, i think is, <laughs> I, th- I i like it, it <laughs> i also um real professional guys what <laughs> I, I there's forgot. a joke off the clock <laughs> i actually threw in uh, a few uh drops of tiki bitters into this that's good that is fucking fantastic you like definitely, I said, I think it's dangerous. You need to, incredibly you need to drop the recipe. We, we need to start dro- dropping the recipes every every single episode. Yeah. So anyway, like more to more to this flavor Bible. I'm not going to take up too much time on this, but it is really an incredible book, and it has in it um, stuffs about about texture, how we perceive flavor what the mental aspects of flavor are to us, what the spiritual aspects are. I mean, it really takes everything apart from the inside out. And it doesn't, I, I mean, it's, it's got so much stuff it, to the point of like, if I, I just flip to a random page, calf's liver. Uh, oh, right. So, but these are things that people cook with. A right? fine Chianti. And so it really... <laughs> Well, like let's say you you take um, Chianti, right, and whatever the flavors would be (laughs) with Chianti, right, and you then can pair up those flavors. I mean, it's pretty easy to do. the The book makes it really simple, and then of course you have to play with your measurements so that you don't you don't overdo one flavor over another, right? The idea is is complements. Like if you but, measure it more than twice, you're playing with it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. So, I can't I mean, help like, it. It has a bu- it has a whole <laughs> bunch of oils, right? It has pecan oil, macadamia oil, pistachio oil, pumpkin seed oil, truffle oil. It has passion fruit, pasta, eggplant, all sorts of stuff. All sorts of stuff, and and all down the list, there are just tons and tons of things. And actually. Um, it was Sean Kenyon who recommended this book to me probably a decade or so ago. What do you know? Yeah, he said it was when he was first starting out, it was his secret weapon, and people didn't really know about the book. Now everybody knows about right. the book. I got to buy some books. It, I should say in the, in the cocktail world. And, of course, now everybody knows about the book. Mm-hmm. 
but um, it definitely helped me when I worked for Red Robin and we were doing beverage development, kind of looking to see how to pair certain flavors with the different foods because we were working in the same area as the test kitchen. So getting to see what the foods were and then how we're going to complement different cocktails and such with it. Yeah, it was just it's just a fun book to have on on the shelf with your cookbooks or cocktail books. So that's great. Yeah. Thank you for this great cocktail too. Solid fucking happy mm-hmm. hour, Brad. Yeah, I'm proud Something of you. I knew you had breath. it in you. Thanks, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> okay, shall we head into dessert? We should. All right. Hey, Ashley. Yes. Why don't you go ahead and take this one? Okay. Cool beans. So this is Floyd's Barbershop. Overall, three and a half stars in Dallas, Texas. Um, oh, are we supposed to say who it is? Mm. Oh, yes. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you can. Go ahead. I can. Yep. Or should Bill say who it is? Oh, I know who it is. <laughs> we, we have an unspoken thing. I don't have to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Ella D? Yep. Would that be... That's correct. That's L-A-D, the name. That is L-A-D. she. Okay, so she gave this one star on Yelp. What? <gasps> what? Mm. Okay. Apologies to mom, dad, my church pastor, my daughter. I don't don't ever cuss, baby, and Jesus for the profanities herein. <laughs> my apologies as well to the poor girl who answered the phone when I called in full on freak out panic mode this morning after I finally washed, dried and styled my hair and realized that it was in fact the worst haircut ever from Floyd's, huh? It's not your fault and shouldn't have yelled at you. Accountability. Also. Yes. I realized it says barbershop in the name, but they cut the whole family's hair. So I thought a trim should be no biggie. Ugh. And now see the photos attached and proceed with caution. I have decided to edit out the hairdresser's name because a I've calmed down and B eh. Maybe she was having a bad day and will do better for you. However, the events that herein are the herein are true, so I'm not willing to take the review down. What the hell is this haircut exactly? I asked for a trim, just remove the dead, maybe frame my face. That's it. I don't want to lose the length. I'm growing it out. My exact words. Four inches in some places, six inches in other places later. And I get to walk out looking like the effing victim of a blind axe murderer. (laughs) (laughs) My four-year-old was in a chair behind me. So I suppose I made the mistake of watching her get her hair cut more closely than the sheer slaughter that was happening to my hair. And when it was done, I was so consumed with how fantastic my daughter's hair looked and being so proud of her that I didn't stop to scream until we went to brunch afterwards. And I saw the grotesque hack job this woman did to me in the mirror. You need to consider a new profession. Seriously, this is the worst fucking haircut that ever happened. Did you seriously not look at it and think, oh my God, what have I done to this poor girl? I should have known you were talking to, taking too much length off. But the two entirely different lengths that make no fucking sense or serve any purpose or shape at all. Really? I look like the victim of a cruel prank. I've been growing my hair out for three years and I now have to have it cut above my shoulders to fix this destruction. You're seriously a total jerk for doing this to me. I could have gotten wasted and cut my hair with a butter knife myself and done a better job. (laughs) I will never make the mistake of not policing a hairstylist. I should not have trusted you to know what you were doing. A trim? I asked for a trim. Damn you. Seriously. Wow. Ella D is poo. Have you ever had a bad haircut? Yes. Because it it will fuck your day up. Yeah. Like, well, more than your day. I mean, not like this bad. 
Holy cow. Yeah, Ella, yeah. Ella's mad. Yeah, she's pissed. Okay. Is it weird that I like her more now? Because <laughs> she got pissed. Talk dirty to me. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley. Yes. What do you think of Ella D with this review? Hmm. Well, I really appreciated that Miss Ella apologized to the person she called when she was freaking out because she recognized it was not her fault. That takes really great self-awareness. That yeah. doesn't happen in a lot of these reviews. Ah. I also found it really great that she removed the name of the hairdresser with more awareness that who knows what was going on in this person's day. Uh, there was something else in there that... Where she was policing her daughter's haircut, but not her own? No, where was it? She, she made a jab. I mean, she does call the hairstylist a jerk, which... Okay, no naming, no name calling. But she called her a jerk. That's that to me is like ah. three years of effort, though. I mean, effort growing your hair, like it growing your hair is an effort. But it is. You, you don't I, understand. You're right. I don't like. The, yeah, I mean, you see the haircut I rock, so I don't know shit about it. I, I also go to Floyd's all almost exclusively. So do you? But I, I've had some botched hair haircuts, you know, like, and it, it pisses me off. To the part where she really goes off and talks about like how it's two different lengths that made no fucking sense. If you scroll down to the bottom of your screens, I just went and copied and pasted the photos that she yes, had put. Yes, let's talk about the photos. Oh my God, she's gorgeous. So um, you can see definitely better in the second picture, the different yeah. hair lengths. Yeah, it does look like... Well, she has really thick hair, so that would be... But I think that there's... Like there was a style purpose going on yeah. here. I don't. I don't know what it is because I'm definitely not a barber. Um, but there. It does look like it's two different lengths. Yeah, but she's pulling it off. <laughs> she, <laughs> she is pulling it off. Um, I I understand being really frustrated. I like the fact that she read out of the gate does apologize to the person that she spoke to on the phone, and that she says I've cooled down a bit. It's okay to be angry, but it's not okay to like carpet bomb motherfuckers right. you know like you gotta aim it right she did a really mature thing by calming down yeah. and then go ahead and writing this review and she was very blunt about how she felt and she name called yes but it wasn't you're a horrible you know person how did you ever get into barber school mm -hmm. you, you know you're you're twat you're you're a joke you're a disgrace it was you jerk <laughs> which well jerk isn't the meanest the you need to consider a new profession. Seriously, this is the that's worst fucking was, haircut that ever I was, happened. I wasn't really happy about that. Right. No, nobody's perfect. That's all I have to say. Right. Now, I'm at least she didn't end up like naming the person in the review, right? It, right? it spares the name of the stylist. But at the same time, she's an elite reviewer and people might seek out her reviews and look she has she's got a great writing style we yes we've gone over her writing style in other episodes so it is right and in, in, in episodes right that's right what i don't do that in my spare time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it i actually see some similarities here between this one star review and helen hutt's five star review i was right? just about to say there's a lot of fluff Exactly. Yeah. Ah, interesting. There yeah. always is between these two, though. That's yeah. why we keep right. them around. Right. Well, that's why we 
keep one of them around. She is a good writer, mm. and she does paint a picture. But in the reviews that we've seen before, she paints a picture of the place where she went and the experiences that she had. You know, the memories d- that describing the food, the right, the memories it triggered, and all those kinds of things. This level of description, though, is much different. And it's much more of an attack mm-hmm. and a description of her feelings because she really didn't like the haircut and then attacking the person who who did the haircut. When she admits she wasn't paying attention to the haircut she well, was getting. At least she like, admits right? that. Yeah. You know? No, and she does she admits several things in this. Yeah. Right. She admits that I like I'm sorry that I yelled at everybody, mm-hmm. right? It's not all your fault. And then she says that, you know, I I should I suppose I made the mistake of watching her, uh, her four year old get her haircut in the chair uh behind her. So I mean there's that, which mm-hmm. I don't think that Helen would have accepted any accountability whatsoever right that's the difference is ella d owns her shit whereas helen just blames everyone else yes however i will say this is kind of this is off off point of you know i always tell my clients like you have to find the right fit for you so if someone new comes in and they meet with me and they're like you're not the right fit i'm not going to make progress i'm not going to you know then they should move to someone different and so i'm thinking about like going to get a haircut, if your hair is that important to you, you might want to do some research or make sure that they can give you the type of cut you want. Or yeah. And like in the pictures, I mean, she's got really thick hair. And so pretty eyes. Yeah. She is very, she is very beautiful. Um, But like this person might not know how to cut thick hair. I'll tell you this. The last, uh, I think I had the same person cut my hair the last two times. And uh, this last time, she's she's great. And uh, I told her, I was like, so there's two other dudes that rock the same haircut at my job. So either I need to own it or I need to change it. And she took that shit seriously. And I was like, I was like, well, this last haircut's one of the best ones I've had. And I'm like, I think it's kind of like you have to incentivize them and you have to pay attention and know what you want, you know? What are your expectations? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Right, exactly same kind of thing we're talking about. Like, Mm -hmm. if you know that you want ranch with your fries, or you know that you only have thirty minutes, but she says that she said she said I do not want to lose the length. I'm growing it out. So just want to trim. Yeah, but she does say I want face framing. Which, if you look at the picture, it does look like it's framed a little bit. Well, I think yeah, it's a lot of framing. Know a lot about that. Yeah, but but the back part's still long, and the front part is maybe what they decided was framing. I don't even know what she was going for, but I mean, and I don't, I, I don't guess even I don't think know, it looks but I don't think bad. it looks bad. I yeah. Really don't. <laughs> so, but of course, she had a picture in her mind, I'm sure, yes. of what it was supposed to look like. She did. And then I have actually seen this happen several times to uh, to women I've known who they get a haircut and then they don't know how to style this new cut. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the stylist is just like, boop, boop, boop. It takes them like five minutes. I do the same thing. It takes me a fucking hour. Right. I don't want to spend an hour on my hair. Well, and she probably walked out of there thinking that the haircut looked fine because well, they says, styled it. She says, when I was finally able to style it myself, that's when she realized it was a mess. Right. She says, says that in there somewhere. Right, because she, right, she, she walked out of there thinking it was fine, and then all of a sudden 
you know, she gets home and has to do it herself, and it doesn't quite look the same. I have that happen all the time. Okay. Check, please. Check, please. Check, please. What did we all learn today at Three Stars Podcast? I learned. I actually liked really what Ashley said when you asked what causes people to write these reviews. And Ashley said, you know, these people are seeking validation for the experience that they had, whether they write it as a negative review, which we tend to harp on the most, right? They had a bad experience. They felt that they were wronged in a certain way. And now they're going to put this out there. And what they want is for people to basically like feel what they went through like yeah empathize like like you get me you like you see what happened to me here do you understand i'm a victim right Mm. yeah it's it's this whole i did nothing wrong i right i did nothing wrong and all these things went poorly and i wonder is it is it the same on the opposite end someone writes a five-star review and they're like i is it still seeking validation absolutely i think so what are these people getting from writing reviews? They don't get extra things at the restaurant. They don't get like a discount for anything. It's they're writing the review for them. Yeah. All right. Who's next? Uh, I'll go. Um, get, reading reading a lot of these reviews, I get a sense of entitlement, and I didn't get my way. I didn't get what I wanted. Um, like you said, Ashley, validation comes into play. But here's here's the big underlying question why didn't you talk to a manager Mm -hmm. you know before we had yelp what did you do Mm. what Mm -hmm. did what did you do you you pulled a manager aside or you reamed the manager out in front of everybody or word of mouth you know that's what they say about advertising you Mm -hmm. know like you have one person has bad what bad experience they'll tell 15 people right one person has a good experience they'll tell five people five people yeah um so i think you know while while this is the age that we live in where hiding behind your computer whether it be yelp TripAdvisor, google facebook Nextdoor, instagram all these social platforms is so much easier to do that than it is to actually talk to somebody face to face you're throwing your feelings out there for other people to see and read, but are you really fully satisfied with just throwing it out there? Because half the time, the managers who do write back give you that blanketed statement of, I'm really sorry, how can we make it up to you, blah, blah, blah. And then the other half of the time, they don't say anything or they say, well, that really sucks, and here's our side of the story. Right, so it's really just, it's like a placebo, right? Like it's, you think that it's making you feel better, but it's really not making you feel any better, and it didn't actually solve the problem. I I think that might be, I think in the moment, because, because of social media and having the computer at our fingertips with iPhones and Androids, we have we have now been conditioned to an instant gratification. Mm-hmm. I want that now. I cannot live without my phone. I need this now. And I'm just going to go on there and I'm going to tell everybody how I felt. It's all about feelings. And it's not even all about the right feelings. It's just I'm going to throw my feelings out there and I'm not even going to think about it. Ella D flat out said, after I calmed down, this is what I wrote. And she was still pretty harsh. She was still pretty 
mean and to the point. But it wasn't an over-the-top review like the first two that we read where it was, you will respect me Ugh. and those greedy, money-grubbing guys are you know, rubbing their hands yeah, together. All, like, all plumbers are dishonest thieves. Right. You know, that's just taking your feelings and running, running with it right then and there instead of being smart about it and saying, okay, what really happened here? And so the society that we live in now, which is about feelings, how does that make you feel? Express yourself. I think it really doesn't help in the over... It helps with instant gratification, not the overall experience yeah. life term. Right. Because then you're just going to do it again for that instant gratification. So, I, you know, again, instead of going to Yelp, instead of going to Google, talk to somebody in the restaurant yeah, Get involved, it. like, in the moment and in, in the real world. Okay, so uh, I don't like it. Like makes sense in my head as these things usually do, but I learned that there's a, nobody cares, and you can think about that as oh, nobody cares, uh, or you can think about that like nobody fucking cares. Like this, that the reality is the same. It's about your perception of the reality, and you, you, we talked a lot about. I mean, I've, I've drawn a lot of correlations between Yelp reviewers and the actual fucking podcast that we do about Yelp reviewers. Like, what makes us so, like, important? Like, what makes us think anybody gives a fuck about what we think? I mean, I know we we get some good points sometimes, and we, we, we're funny, but, like, it's got to be, there's got to be some in-game Right. And I know we've talked about like, I don't want it. I don't want it to be us just making fun of people and bitching. I want like someone to take, I want people to take shit away from it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you have to do that. If you must write a review, you should do that with that in mind, mm -hmm. you know, like sure. Throw your fit. Like if, you know, if you ordered spaghetti and meatballs and you got ravioli, right. right. If it's obvious that the person, your server isn't fucking paying attention or exerting any effort, you know, then by all means call them out. But do it in a professional way. Do it in a constructive way that might lead to something better. Don't just be like, oh, f go fuck yourself if you want Applebee's in fucking North Aurora Broomfield or wherever it was. Right. I mean, it's Broomfield. funny. Mm -hmm. It's right. fucking hilarious. I'm pretty sure you gave that guy three stars for his I, I review. Mean, <laughs> it, it was a solid review. Like, <laughs> go back and listen to that. Uh, but I think you know what I'm getting at here. Like, don't, don't just, just fucking throw a temper tantrum. Like, try to be better. Hold yourself accountable. I th like that really, like, Ashley, say, like, acknowledging that, you know, like, that people, you know, like, she was mad and she said she was sorry and you didn't deserve that. Like, that's big. And, like, that's, that's how we get better, mm -hmm. you know? Like, my nephew fucking throws a fit. He, he tried it once. You know, he threw a fit. And I was babysitting him. I was the only one there. I was like, that shit might work with your mom, dude, but that's not going to work with me. I was like, you can cry your fucking eyes out. I don't care. Like, and he has not done that since. And it's just kind of the same. Like, you know, I don't have kids. I got a nephew. Like, I think you can attest to that. Like, sometimes you, that's how you're going to act. Go right ahead. Because this is, you're not going to get a reaction out of me. Like, because that's what you want. Right. Just put your headphones on and play Call of Duty and right. ignore him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ashley, have you learned anything today? Oh, of course I have. The biggest thing I learned is podcasts are a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness, you guys. Yeah, it's awesome that you guys do this every week and put out an amazing episode each week because this is a lot of work. So. Oh, I put out every week. <laughs> I'm glad you made that joke because I was thinking it. Oh, man. Um, 
that and I then, put up with every week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Um, and then... Um, <laughs> Brad puts out and she puts up. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then um, uh, perception is not knowing. Perception mm. is not knowing. Mm-hmm. So you're saying like That's if you good. have a perception of something, you're, you're, you're assuming. Mm-hmm. You don't have all the facts. Know. Yep. Interesting. That's fascinating. Marinate on that. I so I actually like that speaks a lot to the reviews themselves, and then of course to our takes on the reviews. We have this perception of these reviews, and even Ashley said at the very beginning, there's a lot of stuff that I don't know here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. And like we, and we say that all the time, right? Like there's a lot of stuff missing from this review. Right. But that's really good. Like perception is not knowing, and we deal with that regularly. Because when these things happen it's triggering stuff within these people and that's usually much deeper and so, so on s- and so forth. It's not just about what's happening in the moment. It's right. about, uh, mm-hmm. the deeper waters below. You know, yeah. what's funny is I, there's the saying of, uh, possession is nine tenths of the law when I'm at work and I'm explaining things to people about how a cocktail goes out or what people think. I often say perception is nine tenths of the law. That's good. That people always, they perceive things a certain way, Mm -hmm. and that is their understanding. But it doesn't mean you know. It doesn't mean you know, right. It doesn't mean that's how it is either. I Mm -hmm. mean, like, yeah, that's, wow. That was so deep. That's deep. Holy smokes. Let's end on that. Let's end on that. All right. (laughs) And on that note, we are going to sign off. We'd like to thank our wonderful guest, Ashley, for being on. We'd also like to thank you very much from all three of our uh, adequate hearts, <laughs> our three stars, adequate hearts, uh, for listening and being an avid yeah. supporter and for supporting us, not just listening, but also on Patreon yes. and giving your time of your busy life to to listen to us and to just take a break from the world. We greatly appreciate that. That means a lot to us. Thank I feel you like for I having this, me. Absolutely. Every time we have a guest, I'm like, oh, this is my new favorite episode. But <laughs> I really think there's this. this is a really we covered good some one. new ground on this yeah. on this bad boy. I'm, I'm, yeah. pl- I'm pleased. Thank you, honestly. That's yeah. Thanks for going easy on me. <laughs> um, Until next time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to all of you for tuning in. We do appreciate you. Thank you for sending us reviews. Please make sure to continue to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube. Make sure to hit that subscribe TikTok. button. TikTok, there it is. Make sure to hit that subscribe button and come on back next time. You hear? Oh, bye-bye. Later. Have you actually what is never something cried? I can never do? No, no, he, that, he's, no. Cried. he's cried on this show. Okay. I, that okay. is hearsay. 